So then how do you protect yourself? And I'd like to give you a way that a person can incredibly protect himself, you know, and it's, and it's something which uh, clearly stated. What is the most potent and powerful weapon ever used to protect yourself from any harm? And the answer is Shmir Saloshim. Right. What is Shmir Saloshim? It means to guard against communicating certain types of information. Now, that information is basically Lashon Hara. <clears throat> Any kind of information that will harm another Jew in several ways, and there are three types. One type is where you degrade another person. You demean him. You destroy his reputation. Or you, or you harm his reputation. I call that LH1, Lashon Hara 1. Then there's Lashon Hara 2. If you damage a person financially, right, or uh, you uh, emotionally disturb him by pointing out his flaws, right, and becomes emotionally uh, anxious and so on, that is also Lashon Hara, but it is called LH2, damaging. And then there's LH3, Lashon Hara 3, and that's if you cause animosity from a person, you, let's say you're speaking to somebody, and you say, do you know what that man, Ruvain, let's say, said about you? So automatically the listener will hate Ruvain, call the target character, and so on. That's Lashon Hara 3. Three types of Lashon Hara. The common denominator is that all of them will harm another Jew. That is forbidden to communicate. And to communicate means three things. One, you cannot speak it. Number two, you cannot listen to it. And number three, you cannot believe it. You can suspect that maybe it's true, but you cannot believe it definitively or absolutely. Uh, now, it is forbidden to engage in Lashon Hara. Why? Why is it so serious? And I will show you how serious it is. Because the uh, Sutton is always trying to prosecute you for your many sins. It's always going on. Uh, but he can only do so if you talk Lashon Hara. Measure for measure. It's called dinam, justice. If you condemn somebody else, if you harm somebody else, then God gives permission to the Sutton, the heavenly district attorney, to condemn you. And that's called a kitrug, you see. The amazing thing is that if you do not speak Lashon Hara, he cannot prosecute you. It's astounding. You actually stop the heavenly district attorney, the heavenly prosecutor. That's the rule. He can only prosecute you in heaven, and that's the only time you're ever punished when he prosecutes, if you speak, listen, or believe Lashon Hara. If you don't, it is incredibly difficult for him Therefore, there are two ways to protect yourself. And everybody is only giving you one way. I'm telling you a way which is incredibly powerful. And not only powerful, but historically, it's probably the greatest weapon of all. Device. Okay? Uh, because if you do not speak or listen or believe Lashon Hara, then the Sultan cannot prosecute you. And the only way you can be harmed in any way 
financial bankruptcy, divorce, sickness, I don't care what it is, is if you speak Lashon Hara. <coughs> because then it goes in front of the heavenly tribunal and he condemns you, the Sultan, and then of course, if you are deserving, you will be punished. But what happens if you don't speak Lashon Hara? Then the Sultan basically cannot prosecute you. But then what happens to the sins that you did? And the answer is, it's between you and God. You do not have to appear in front of a heavenly tribunal. God judges you. But since he doesn't have to defend his actions right in a court of heaven, he can do whatever he wants in that sense. So what he will do is wait and not punish you or and just send you warnings. Or he can do it over a long period of time. Or he could do it to your property and not to you. You see, he can introduce mercy that you don't deserve because you're not in a court of heaven where he has to defend his actions against the Sutton. You see, which is the angel of justice. In any case, that's the most powerful weapon of all. Now, there are two ways to protect yourself. Certainly, even from anti-Semitism. One way of being harmed by anti-Semitism, one is to have a schus, to take on some type of mitzvah, merit, which is what everybody's saying, which is true. You learn Torah, right? Uh, you know, you put on tefillin, you observe Shabbos. There's no question that these are very valuable because you're hoping that the merit, in the merit of adopting committing to a mitzvah, that merit will protect you against a prosecution. But I want to tell you something. Really? The most powerful way of protecting yourself is get rid of the prosecution. Don't even bother with this guy. You see? So it's, of course it's true that you should not, you should take on a mitzvah, right? Very true. But the real way to protect yourself is don't go to court. Don't hire or allow the heavenly district attorney, the prosecuting angel, to even condemn you in court. And he can't if you don't talk Lashonara, or listen, or believe. That's obviously the most powerful way. Where do you see this? People do not realize what the mitzvah of Shmir Zalashen is. And I will show you, okay? Why did the Jews get out of Egypt? Most people don't know. Whatever going into the whole thing. But the Medrash Rabbo says three times, The only reason why the Jews were what? Were freed from Egypt? Because there was no one who spoke Lush and Hara. That's why. It's astounding. It says three times in the Medrash. The reason why they got out of it is because they did not speak Lashon Hara, so that the Gesotten could not condemn them or prosecute them to remain in slavery. So they actually got out of Egypt. Do you have any idea what kind of a milestone that is? To get out of hundreds of years of slavery by not speaking Lashon Hara? Why? Because they quieted the prosecution. That's number one. I could go on, but I'm just being brief. Second idea, okay, we know that we blow 100 koilis for the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, 100 times, right? Uh, so the Ramchal says, why? So he says the first 30 is a kapora, right? Is an atonement for giliarias, for incest, adultery. The second 30 
right, is a kapora for shvichas tomem, for murder. And the third section, which is 30 koilas, each one is 30, 30 koilas, 30 bless, right, is because of Avedizora. Fine, okay, that's 90. What about the last 10? Right? So we've enumerated three sins out of the 613 possible sins. Uh, that leaves us with another 610 as eligible candidates for the last 10. Right? And not only that, if it's part of the shofar, we can imagine it's the most serious of all the sins. And you know what it is? Ramchal says, Lashon Hara. Those 10 blasts have to cover for the sins of the Jews who spoke Lashon Hara. Could you believe this? That's unbelievable. That's how powerful Lashon Hara. Now, third idea. The Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. The Kohen Gadol, basically the holiest man in Israel, right, went into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Holy of Holies, which is the holiest place, on Yom Kippur, the holiest day. And he did several things. One of which, which was the main thing, by the way, is he offered incense in the Holy of Holies so the question is wait a minute if the holiest man on the holiest day in the holiest place did this what was that for? well obviously it was for kapora for an atonement yeah, but which sin? and the answer is Lashon Hara the Queen Godel the holiest man on the holiest day Yom Kippur right in the holiest place Right? The Holy of Holies where you had the Oroin that was so holy even if a Malach, an angel, could not fly through that room. Only the Kohen Gadol could go there, right? Basically once a year. What did he do? He did what? He burnt Keteris, which is the incense. Right? Why? Because Klai Yisrael most of all needed a Kapora for all the Lashon horror and invoking the Sotan that they've done. I've just given you three incredible incidents. Why they get out of Egypt? Why you have 10 blasts of 100 blasts on Rosh Hashanah, which shows you the importance. And on Yom Kippur, why they offered incense. Could you believe this? And not only that, I will tell you, it's a medrash, chazal, and here's what it says. Omer HaKadosh Baruch God says, Listen to this. Remember, this is God talking. Uh, I could save you. God says this. I can save you. From any problem. Right? Any difficulty. <coughs> any harm. On one condition. That you do not speak Lashon Hara. God says this. Do you don't think God can protect you from anybody? Of course he can. And he says himself, you want to be protected against all harm? Don't talk Lachanara. That prevents the Sutton from prosecuting you. And I'll tell you one more, because there's so many more, right? Where it says Achav, he was the king of Israel, right? He's in the Navi. For 40 years, and he had many wars, but it says that in all the wars of Achav, they never lost a battle. Never lost a battle. Why? Was it because of his incredible strategy, ability? No. Because it says in that generation, doesn't say why, but it says in that generation, nobody spoke Lashon Hara.
So therefore there were no prosecutions. No prosecutions. Nobody dies. Nobody's harmed. <clears throat> so listen carefully. <clears throat> if you want to be saved from everything you see going around you, you can have two directions. Everybody's telling you something which is true and very important. Take on a mitzvah, but commit to the mitzvah, which means you have to want to do it, and you have to learn the laws of that mitzvah. So that's a schus, tremendous schus. And do it for yourself, and also that the Jewish people should be saved from this existential threat. Uh, that's one way. But what I'm telling you is a different idea. Don't talk Lashon Hara. Why? Because Lashon Hara is what provokes the Sultan to makatreg, to prosecute you. So the greatest way is don't go to court. Then nothing happens to you, which is incredible. So you don't have to rely on the fact, well, the fact that I take on a mitzvah, let's say, at tzitzis, right? Will that protect me? Hopefully it will. But the best way to do it is not to have a commitment to do a mitzvah against harm that somebody's plotting to do against you. The best way to do it, right, is don't get involved with the Sutton. Don't let him prosecute you in court. Right? Isn't that logical? And the way to do that is Shmir's Haloshim. <clears throat> Be very careful. Take on the mitzvah, right, of Shmir's Haloshim, guarding your, your, guarding your uh, not to, uh, to uh, communicate forbidden information, right, uh, and learn the halachas. Learn, join the group that has two halachas a day. And I'm telling you, you don't realize that. Not only will it protect you from harm, but it will also send you Yeshua's. It'll send you salvations, whether it be shidduch, whether it be uh, uh, health, right? Anything, business, whatever. Take on this mitzvah, because this is really, in many ways, and now that I've explained it, is the greatest single protection you can ever have. It's astounding, and it's an incredible chesed that we can control our appearance in court in the heavenly tribunal. Uh, you see... So take that on, and um, uh, th that's the main idea. Do that, and you'll see that you will be protected, no matter what the threat is. It, all of it is irrelevant to God. He will protect you. Thank you.